And all the brothers and sisters said, Amen. I, mean, I love that you yeah, think we're going to punch finger, him in the mouth. Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> and I ain't butt-chugging anything. We got, we got to do some content here. In uh, the Venn diagram of fucked up, I'm not sure where that fits, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I hit the nail right on the head there. Works well under close Nick Saban adult supervision. Randy I mean, Sanders has the team dialed in. <laughs> they are ready to go. How many bananas do you want out of me? I don't know. I kind of want to give Vanderbilt some love here. I, 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 lo I love those head games of the two. The you got to weigh it's, all it's, your it's, options. It's so much fun. Nobody wants to go Lane Kiffin here? I might go Lane Kiffin here. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of Liquor and Leagues. New week. Got a whole new slate of games that we get to talk about. Obviously, as always, we're going to talk about the week that was, the week that is. Maybe touch on some weeks that will be down the road, especially now more than ever. I think it becomes imperative that we start looking ahead. We are halfway through the season today, um, or or technically this coming week. We're in that that mid that midpoint now. So, obviously, before we start, as always, gentlemen, how you doing? Good. Good. Yeah, doing well. Pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty right. crazy ass weekend of football. That's for oh, sure. Oh yes, it was. Uh, yeah, before we before we start though, I do <laughs> want to say that you know uh, Mac is not with us today. Unfortunately, had some issues he had to deal with, family related. Our thoughts and prayers go out to you. Hope, hope everything's going okay. Um, probably best you're not here because you didn't have the best mm. week. But we still love you. And bloodbath. Uh, yeah, yeah. If so, there was an episode name for Mac's choice, it was the Red Wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into it. We're going to look at the, the week that was real quick. It was uh, you know, a slate of seven games. And for the most part, I think we, we all picked pretty much very similar. Obviously, the, the week that was seven games, most of these there doesn't even bear conversation. They are what they are. I think two for me, obviously, are the ones, and we can touch on a third, but the two for me, obviously, the... Uh, old Miss Arkansas game because that was our toss up. That was really our toss up game. That was one we thought, and we went, we split 50 50. Hosh, you and Mac both went Arkansas. Grinch and I both went Old Miss. That one, and I think there was some interview with Lane Kiffin like, this is going to be a defensive minded game, low scoring. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely not that. I think it was over 1,100 yards of offense, oh over God. 100 points up. I, I think it was even higher than that because I think they both had over 600 passing. That's just fucking insane. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, so Arkansas had 326 passing and 350 running. Ole Miss had 324 running and 287 passing. Yeah. So, so I know yeah. they were in the 1100 plus yeah, yeah, range yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms yeah, of total math, offense. I think your math's right there. Yeah. Um, but it was a constant back and forth. And because this was a 50-50 split in our picks, I mean, this was one that I was glued to. Uh, and it was obviously an early game. It was a noon game. And so I, I was just back and forth on this one. I was just like, oh, you score, you tie, you score, you tie it up. And it's like, holy fuck. And I think I even texted out the last team to score is going to be the team that wins this. Mm -hmm. my, my one flaw and go ahead. Which technically it could have. Could have. Because they won. went for the two point conversion. <laughs> they did score and they could have won it. They just yep. did it. <laughs> I um, last drive. <clears throat> Last drive by Ole Miss. Um, Matt Corral throws a pass down the sideline. Guys wide fucking open. I don't know how you miss at that point in the game, how you miss that assignment, but his receiver was wide open. He catches the ball and it is just daylight to the end zone. And I'm screaming at the TV, like fucking go down at the one yard line. 
go down at the one yard line. Hey, Lane, just so you know, I'd be a better coach than you. You fucking dipshit. Uh, you drop that guy at the one yard line. All they need is a field goal to win. You start eating up clock. You run three downs and then you fucking kick a field goal. You leave KJ Jefferson zero time on the clock. Unfortunately, they left him a minute and seven seconds. And what did that motherfucker do? He marched down the field, scored a touchdown and almost converted a fucking two point conversion. Like uh, and, I, and a, I'm mystified by the very last call. Like why, you know, just take KJ Jefferson and send him straight ahead. Right. You know, they do this rollout and I was just like, I don't even know who that was designed for. Or why not go to <laughs> overtime? And, and, and to, I mean, Ole Miss has not been able to stop you clearly in a minute and seven seconds. You just marched down the field and scored. Why not go to overtime and try your luck? I get yeah. it. Sam Pittman's like, we're on the front foot. They're on their heels. We've got the momentum. Let's try to end it right here. I mean, I get the mentality, but clearly it didn't pay dividends. I think one summary I saw said, love the decision, hate the play call. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's not that I didn't understand the thinking. It's just, oof. yeah, why is that? You got a big motherfucking quarterback that can run through people. And, and it's like, why are you doing that? I, again, and this is why I think, Ole Miss didn't win that game. Arkansas just beat themselves because it's it's little calls like that that I think that changes the entire dynamic of the game. But yeah, it is what it is. Ole Miss pulls out the win 52-51, gives, uh, gives Grinch and I an extra pick in the bank. So I'll take that. Uh, moving on. Obviously, the other one, Texas A&M, Alabama, which I think we all can agree, obviously. Not only did we not see this coming, but we didn't see this coming. No, no. Uh, I mean, I, I when I tuned in and just saw like Bama's O line was just getting wrecked, yeah, just and, getting wrecked. Yeah, and, you and I were gaming, and we're like, oh, let's just see what football is like. And it's like, okay, we're getting off. We're watching this game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was the like that impression said everything you needed to know about the game. Like if you just jumped on, yeah, uh, Bryce Young running for his life you know, never seem comfortable hit left and right, you know, could never set his feet. I mean, and they almost overcame that somehow, um, which I think speaks to the fact Texas A&M still not that great. No, they just came with passion. The fan base was on fire. Uh, Maybe maybe that's a bad uh, phrase there, given given their history. Um, they, They were, they were stoked. They were loud. The 12th man, 13th man, 17th man was there. They showed up. <laughs> yeah. All 90,000 of their men, women, <laughs> children showed up. Yeah. 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 Um, a few interesting stats, which I, I looked up uh, in the regular season. If we discount two bowl games prior in the regular season, Alabama has faced Texas A&M. I believe it's 10 times. Uh, the first being September 14th, 1985. In that 10 times, they have only lost to them before last night once. And that was obviously the infamous November 10th, Johnny uh, 2012, Johnny Manziel. Yep. Uh, so undefeated record in regular season play against Texas A&M sands that one game in 2012 to come up short last night. And, and the implications of that on a lot of levels, I mean, the landscape completely changes in terms of where things are at. Obviously now Saban has given up the 24 and record against assistant coaches. And so he is now 24 and one Jimbo Fisher, first assistant coach to hand him a defeat. I'm sorry, yeah. Grinch, your Kirby smart will not, will not get that. I, know. I, I honestly know. thought he would this season. I, I did too. I did yeah. too. I, I didn't want Kiffin to get it. I'm kind of okay with Jimbo. Yeah. 
it's, it's, yeah. Uh, but you would have preferred it be. And I think they were on a path. If, if they meet, they're on a path to beat, to win that game. I think Kirby smart would have kind of dethroned him, but Jimbo Fisher beat him to the punch. But here's the interesting thing. And not that, I mean, this game, uh, obviously the Georgia Auburn game, you guys won. It wasn't a blowout. I mean, being what it was, but the implications of the Texas A&M Alabama game are huge for you guys because come today, you're going to be, should be unequivocally the number one. Uh, yeah. Spot. Yeah. I, I think that's going to happen. Uh, How does it not? I, I don't give a fuck what it, Iowa. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, you know, I, Ohio state's clearly looking freaking strong right now. Um, they, yeah. I got, they got their loss, but they haven't looked, they, they've, they've gotten better every week since. I mean, they put 66 up on Maryland. Uh, I don't know what your takeaway can be from the OU-Texas game other than they had a quarterback crisis. Spencer Rattler comes out. They put in the true freshman. He lights them on fire. <clears throat> the Red River Showdown, I guess it's called now. Yeah. Um, you know, it looked like Arkansas and Ole Miss in, different, in just different uniforms. Different uniforms. Uh, but I have to imagine Oklahoma is going to be up there, and then you're going to see Cincy now. I think I've heard many say the door is open for them to get into the playoff this year, assuming I mean, they went out. And if Notre Dame keeps winning, because that now that could look like a better and better win. Right. And then I know, obviously, we talked about this, but I did want to say something before we jump to this next game, because Haas, I want to allow you to weigh in with the Tennessee-South Carolina game. I know you went Tennessee. But I know Mac was like, oh, their defense is strong. I mean, I don't know where their defense was this week. And and I think maybe they got left back um, in williams Bryce Stadium and didn't catch the bus. Not not actually true if you take away the first quarter. Their defense was pretty, pretty, pretty good. You but know the unfortunate thing about the first football? quarter. You can't yeah, take away quarters. the first quarter. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, <clears throat> I haven't seen any of the games yet. Um, I've only seen snips and bits and pieces. Here's what I'll say. Yeah. I picked Tennessee because I figured this game was was going to be won by Tennessee. Did I think it was going to quite go this way? Well, maybe. I'd hoped not. I take solace to the fact – I don't know if either one of you guys actually watched the, the game in its entirety or not. But as no. I understand it to be true, um, Tennessee came out and scored 28 unanswered in the first quarter. Yeah, they did. After that, after that, Carolina seemed to start to find some defense and seemed to sort of find some offense. Um, and And – on the back end really seemed to put together some decent drives and, 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 and get some three and outs and all that kind of stuff for, uh, for the defense. But that first quarter, I mean, when you're, when you're at, you're down that kind of deficit uh, going into halftime is hard to claw your way back, especially yeah. in hostile territory. Um, so I think the positives are, I still really love Shane Beamer as our coach. Um, I think uh, he's got a great attitude. I watch his press conferences after every game. It, 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 it's 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 rebuilt they're they are rebuilding and i think they have the right guy for the job i think the the culture that he is creating there really could lead to something special and so i just take comfort in that um i i don't suspect that they're going to win too many sec games this year we'll see how they do on recruiting because we all know that's really where it's at you can have great coaches but if you can't get the proper athletes in there to compete you're not going to win a whole lot of football games. Question is, with Clemson being down this year, is that going to help your recruiting effort? I, I think probably so. So that's a good but, thing, especially but, if you pull but, off a win at the end of the season. 
you guys have a few games left this season. See how things shake out. See if he is yeah. in in fact on the right track. But like you said, it's it's going to take the off season. How does he do? And as you know, when he starts recruiting in, uh, and and we're going to need a few years once he's turned over the class and it's his yes. recruits. Yes. How does he do at that point? I'm I'm really hoping that the board of regents gives him, you know, time. I really hope it's a, it's not one of those situations where it's like, okay, you have three years, four years, whatever. I, I hope they give him a good five, six years before they start making any hard decisions. Cause my I, only, I believe he's the future. My only hope is that he, he got a uh, much champs legal team to do his contract work no just in no. case. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure his daddy <clears throat> had some good lawyers for him. Well, right, I still exactly. think if it's probably changed some, but I, I want to say it's like the same agent that represents like 10 or more sec coaches. major coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Jumping back to the Georgia game real quick. I'll just say this. Fucking Bo Nix, man. If that dude has one speed on throwing, and there were so many times I was like, if he just didn't rifle the goddamn ball at 100 miles an hour, every His receiver would catch fucking time. Yeah. And learn some touch. But as everybody says, like, that's who he is. Like, he, he thinks he's Johnny Manziel. He just expects everybody to react that's to what a sad, he's That's doing. a sad thing to want to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yourself. and I, I mean, I still think Georgia wins the game, but the score probably would have been closer to what most projected it to be of like a 28 to 17. Right. It's just one of those, like, I mean, obviously I enjoyed watching him mess up, but at the same time, I was just like, Jesus, dude, like just put some touch on the ball. Right. The scary part. How how does it feel to be number one again for the first time since what? 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it feels good. I, I I do feel like they're the most complete team, and they still have an upside. You're not gonna having, not having George Pickens out there yet. That's that's gonna that's change gonna open the, things. Change things. I mean, what's I, crazy is McConkey. He he had like no stars with the way he was rated coming out. Um, but because of all the injuries, he's playing like a five star. Yep, he stepped up, and you know Kirby Smart sang his praises in the press conference, and deservedly so. I mean, uh, I do. I do have a, a trivia question since we pivoted back to Georgia. And so I want to ask, because I'm pretty sure neither of you will know it because I didn't know it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Georgia is number one. Can anybody tell me the last time in the regular season that Georgia was ranked number one? No, yeah, back I, in 2008. It was not. They were uh, number, they were number one in the preseason after week one. USC was ranked number one. Yeah, uh, and and it was they were preseason number one, but after week one they were ranked number two, and and Southern California was ranked number one. So that's why my question was in the regular season. When was I, the last time Georgia was ranked number one? I, I want to say it was back during Mark Rick's era, um, maybe like 2013 or something like that. But Haas, fathom, I guess. Yeah, I don't know because yeah, I I could have sworn it was it had been a, a hot minute. It, it has been. Uh, and point of fact, it has been 2,027 weeks since they were number one, 466 months, or 14,188 days. And it was December 6, 1982. Oh, 82. Okay. That was Obviously, the last was time. Yeah, that was the last time in a regular season they were ranked number one. Penn State ended up winning the national championship. Georgia actually felt to f- was ranked fourth at the end of that season. But yes, December 6, 1982 was the last time in regular season Georgia was ranked number one. Grinch, you were seven years, two months, and three days old. So, little trivia. Spoken for like you. a true Florida fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, again, preseason 2008, you were number one. 
Yeah. We know who won the national championship that year. Don't we? Yeah. It's a, it's, we're a tortured (laughs) fan base. (laughs) It's about time though. You gotta be excited. I mean, shit. you get close and, and it's just like, you know, I mean, going back to like that infamous freaking national championship game when they were doing the bowl selection or they were doing the BCS final BCS and Mrs. Grinch and I are sitting there and we're like, Bamba better not get that fourth spot, you know, or, right. and it was, or third, whatever they got. And we we're like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I just, it's not that I didn't think they deserved it or had a case to make. It was just, it's just one of those, that's not a team you want to play twice or, you know, really not right. at all. If you can avoid it. Well, I mean, look, Kirby <clears throat> smart has done something. No other Georgia coach has been able to do in the regular season, obviously, uh, because preseason rankings, obviously, take into account a number of factors in terms of recruiting and all of that shit. But Kirby's been able to do something with that team that nobody's done since 1982. I don't know how many coaches you've been through since 1982, but yeah, he's got that to hang his hat on. He's got that to hang his hat on. Yeah. And I will say too, I mean, you know, on the tortured fan base thing, I mean, the last two losses to Alabama between the SEC championship game and the national championship, who foresaw a scenario where the starting quarterback got changed twice? And it was the same two fucking people in reverse. You know, I mean, yeah. like that lore, the fact that it exists in the Georgia-Alabama rivalry, you know, or history. It's not really a rivalry necessarily, right. but it's kind of getting that way. Just It just makes the it, it, it salt in the wound. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So let me ask you a question. Down the stretch, because we're at the halfway point of the season, <laughs> Is Stetson Bennett going to be your starter? I mean, has this become a done deal at this point? I mean, uh, I don't... yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it was a really interesting cast calling the game. Uh, I really like Rick Neuheisel. Um, and it happened to be Aaron Murray, who was with him, who's former Georgia quarterback. Right. And the small world, you know, Bobo, who used to be Georgia quarterback, was the OC when Aaron Murray was there. But now he's the OC for Auburn. So it's right. like this. there was some interesting things that they were able to talk about you know, over the course of the game about quarterback play and offensive philosophies. Uh, I mean, the thing is, you know, I think at this point, you know, you're fine with, with Stetson. If you, if you continue that route, Um, you know, the upside of JT Daniels is still higher in terms of his arm strength and his pre-read ability, but he clearly doesn't have the mobility that Stetson Bennett has. So, and Stetson showed he could make the deep throw, you know, okay, slightly under through what could have been a touchdown, but then he goes later in the game and bombs it out. So, yeah, I, I don't think the fan base is stressed too much one way or the other over it. Um, you know, he's earned, Stetson has done everything the program has ever asked of him. Uh, walk on twice, which is a funny story. You know, so, like, I have nothing but respect for the guy. Um, and if he starts, he earned it. Um if is JT he, up against a, a issue now of being injury prone? Like, is that going to be hanging over his good head? Good question. Yeah, I don't know. I so, don't know. I mean, it was a, it was an ACL, I think, when he was at USC. Right. And then it was an oblique injury that translated into other muscles compensating. Here's the uh, upside for you guys. If he comes in and he gets injured, you know you got a, a, mm-hmm. a backup. So if nothing else, you know yeah. you got a guy that can step in at any time. Yeah. So. Yeah, which is, you know, it's like having that, that warm, comfy blanket. Yes. You know. All right. So that was the week that was. Let's move on to the week that is. Uh, again, we have another slate of seven games. Hey, Grinch, let's see if we can go undefeated this week. <laughs> Just like we did this past week. That's right. That's right. Um, 
All right. So obviously, oh, I have to. Yeah. I mean, that's only fair. You guys probably want to know. So uh, Hosh, you had five wins. Grinch, you had six with me. And Mac, you had four. Um, so what is our total count? I believe Haas, you and I are now tied for second. Yep. So Grinch, you are in the lead with 50. Haas, you and I are tied for first loser at 48. And Mac is running the caboose and the current He's front chasing runner, that banana, that the bananas, bananas award <laughs> with 46. So we move into the week that I secretly think he wants it. He's just it's possible. It's possible. He's sandbagging deliberately. Um, so we move into the week that is so Grinch, you will pick first, then I will pick, then Hosh, you will pick, and I will grab Max picks as soon as I get a chance since he is not here. So let's waste no time. Uh, I'm just going to do this real quick just for the ease, and we can change as needed. All right, Grinch. So this week, obviously, uh, so you know, obviously, this is the home category right here, home, mm-hmm. home team. Okay, gotcha. So Alabama, Mississippi State. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I, until today, I, I would have just blindly said, pick Alabama. Yeah, picked Alabama and moved on. Um, I, I mean, Mississippi State's gotten better each week. The record doesn't really show. Um, haven't already dropped what two? I think. Yeah, we haven't seen in twenty games. We haven't seen Saban have to handle a loss with his team. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I mean. You know, I jokingly said after the Florida game, you know, somebody said he was giddy because he had shit to work on. I, I mean, I now said you got shit to work on. You know, on. now, yeah, now it's like I don't know this. This Bama team's got some flaws, and frankly, it's the O line. Um, they haven't seemed to have assembled an O line that works, despite you know that recruiting class being so strong every year. Um, I, I would imagine that will be the point of emphasis. I still think physically. They're a stronger team. I, I think they will. I'm going to pick Bama, um, but I won't be shocked if Mississippi State makes it really interesting. But now you got you know a dozen or so teams in the SEC that now have game footage, and they will be watching. Yeah. How do you beat yeah. Alabama? All right, so you're going to go Alabama. Uh, ooh, Kentucky, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Georgia. Uh, obviously, Kentucky put a hurting on LSU, 42-21, but. I don't know that you overcome Georgia. Yeah, right and I really like Kentucky. I mean, I do. Uh, I love their culture they've established. Um, I, I love that they gave Stoops a lot of time to get, you know, I think he's on his eighth season maybe. Like like you were saying, Haas with Beamer, you know, that the UK uh, alumni and, and you know, leadership. The booster. And, and let him, yeah. yeah, let him do his thing. Uh, if I'm Shane so, Beamer, yeah, I'm uh, like, look at Kentucky. Give me a shot. Just give me time. Yeah, and that's a, you know, it's funny. Georgia's playing three three thirty games like in a row. I think is how it's going to work out. But um, yeah, so uh, now Georgia was tired in that Auburn game. I think you could see it by the end. But they get Kentucky and then they go on a bye, and then yep. I think Florida's after that. So yeah, yeah, I like I still like Georgia on this one. Okay, Texas A and M Missouri. Now I know Texas A and M won but are they showing you enough that they are a complete team or that they've rebounded from their previous issues? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go a and um, You know, we thought Missouri being at home and what two weeks ago would make a difference against Tennessee and they got pummeled. Right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think top to bottom A&M still got a better team and you know, that this may be the turning point for them having beat Alabama. 
Okay. Uh, Florida LSU. Yeah, LSU. Uh, if Orgeron LSU, survives, okay. yeah. If if Orgeron survives this season, I'll be shocked. <laughs> it doesn't look like he's going to at this rate. So you're going LSU. That's what I heard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, Florida. <laughs> now I'm confused. <laughs> now I'm going uh, Florida. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. Uh, Auburn, but, Arkansas. Uh, I'm gonna go Arkansas. Okie dokie. Uh, Vanderbilt, South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina. Vandy is just fucking terrible. Hey, they've got more wins this season than they did last season. Yeah. And then Ole Miss, Tennessee. That's this is when I saw this one looking ahead to this week. Uh, this one is super interesting. Um, especially given Tennessee being on the cusp of really getting that that offense gel. Right. I'm going to go Tennessee here. Okay. Playing at home. Maybe that I know you said, I think last week, like this has been the, this has been the season of home field. Yeah. They burned me the last time I said that, but. (laughs) Will they do it again? I'm going to pay it forward one more time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess I am up. All right. So your picks are locked in. So me, Alabama, Miss state, Alabama. Georgia, Kentucky, I'm going to go Georgia. Texas A&M, Missouri, I will also go Texas A&M. Florida, LSU, Florida. Arkansas, Auburn, I know Bo, the Bo show is wildly inconsistent, and that's the only thing I was waiting for yesterday against Georgia is like, when is he just going to flip the switch and just do something ridiculous? It, yeah, and I, you know, I think they obviously played uh, a containment-focused defense, which, which caused Georgia to be on the back foot a little bit in that first drive. Plus, I think they were they were just kind of feeling out what Auburn was going to be on that first drive. Yeah, because they looked super solid. You know, they drove the field, got the field goal, um, but you just felt the correction start happening after that, and then Bo Nix started becoming Bo Nix. Oh, yeah, and that's why I sent that text because I figured it was the only time I was going to get to. It's like, how's it feel to be losing? Yeah, it's like uh, it didn't last long, but I figured, what the hell, take my shot while I got it. Uh, I'm I'm going to go Arkansas over Auburn. South Carolina over Vanderbilt, and I am going to go Ole Miss. I'm going to go Ole Miss here. Not because of Lane Kiffin, but I think Matt Corral is just playing on a different level right now. I mean, that kid, I know he's not big, but he runs like he's about 245. Uh, he yeah. runs with a band and he can throw. And as long as his receivers are catching the ball, um, I think Ole Miss has this. I know they're playing in Tennessee, but uh, I'm giving the edge here to Ole Miss. So that's what I'm going with. Yeah, what, so, what's What's the line on that one, Hoss? Do you know? Tennessee Ole Miss? I, I don't know. Hold on. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh, they have uh, Ole Miss. Pre- uh, the predicted score is 45.3. Ole Miss to 32.9. Tennessee. Really? That, yeah. that, that far? That far, yeah. Wow. Okay. Not what I would have. I would have expected more like three, four That's, points. I won't say which which side I use because they don't pay us money, so they don't get. Yeah, absolutely, brother. But <laughs> but but it is a professional site that I look at. I was about to say, so some uh, a reputable site you would trust. What one that I'm sure many 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 professional sports gamblers use. Yes. Okay. We're not condoning sports gambling. Just saying. No, we're not. Nope. Okay. In no way, shape, or form. All right, Haas. So we are going to move to you. Uh, I know you're tied with me in the overall. You obviously lost the weekend to me, uh, so it is to you, Alabama, Mississippi State. Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, Georgia, 
Texas A and M, Missouri. Let's come back to that one. Okay. Uh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, Florida LSU. Florida. Arkansas Auburn. Arkansas. South Carolina Vanderbilt. South Carolina. And Tennessee Old Piss. I'm also going Old Piss, unfortunately. Like it. You guys are on the lane train. And I'm well, probably going to pay for it. Yeah, that and I do I do think, I think they're the better team. They've been way more consistent than Tennessee has. Yeah, Tennessee's had a, a couple a couple good weeks back to back, but I don't know, man. Yeah, you, I don't you, disagree. You, you, what, what, what's the old uh, the, the old Mike Tyson saying? Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. I think, right. I think yeah. Tennessee's about to get punched in the mouth. Look, and it, at the end of the day, Grinch, it, it's one pick, right? I mean, we, we close the gap, but we're not there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm gambling on at home with Tennessee's momentum. Right. Um, and that was a tough freaking game Ole Miss just played. Uh, now, I, I would probably give you the nod on that if Tennessee had played like an Arkansas or an Alabama and, and done what they did to like if, if they'd have been close or, but I mean, there and no, nothing against South Carolina house. I'm just saying, but you're playing South Carolina at home. I don't take it personal. I've, I've been a fan for you know 40 years. I'm, I'm, I'm well-versed <laughs> in the subject matter. I, I mean, yeah, I can hang my hat on the fact that Florida shut out Vanderbilt and scored 42 points, but at the end of the day, it's Vanderbilt. What does that really mean? Nothing, you know? And so that, that's the only reason I would say, well, I, I will I'm, say, Mullen wasn't happy at halftime. No, no, he was not. <laughs> um, but you probably three, three words. <laughs> I was expecting 42, nothing at halftime. I mean, that's what I would have liked to have seen, but unfortunately that didn't happen. So, uh, so we got our picks locked in here, except for Haas. We're coming back to your Texas A&M Missouri. Yeah, pick. I was, I was trying to find a way to talk myself into Missouri, but I can't do it. So what's the line on that? Did you check? I haven't. I'm going to stick with Texas A&M though, because it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't really matter. I, I don't think Missouri has the, the chops, the chutzpah. <laughs> yeah. Cause again, Texas A&M is riding that high to do the one thing. Yeah, no but, but, team we, has done. but we know, we know that could be also be a problem. Yes. They can come out with too much swagger, too much confidence, but. Uh, all right. So those are our picks for next week. Let's move over to ETSU. Yay, us. ETSU versus the Citadel. This was another stomping, 48-21 on the Citadel. ETSU wins. They played at home. So we move to ETSU versus Chattanooga. Uh, they are playing in Chattanooga. I don't know shit about Chattanooga. And unfortunately, Mac's not here to give us the lowdown. All right, so ETSU Chattanooga. Grinch, you are going to go first. Dare I ask? Oh, I'm staying. I'm staying with the Bucks. Uh, as am I. Because I think it's the safe play. Max, not here. I'm thinking he wants Chattanooga. Anybody? Anybody heard differently? <laughs> uh, without a doubt. I think without it's Chattanooga. He's fair weather. He's yeah, drifting away. Jesus, can't trust that man. Uh, <laughs> so Haas, ETSU or Chattanooga? Uh, I'm gonna go Chattanooga. <laughs> he was checking the line, and he's going. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. Okay. In-state okay. rivalry, you know. Chattanooga puts out some pretty good ball players. Who? Yeah. Name one. I don't know. I'm talking, I'm talking <laughs> shit. Who knows? Watch them win. I'm going to be like, fuck. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's UT Chattanooga, right? I mean, they that's that that's that UT pipeline. Sure. If you say yeah. so. I forgot to adjust this. Oh, I just like the city of Chattanooga, too. So there we go. Four. Okay. I figured, too, nice to, <laughs> nice to mix it up a little bit. You know, exactly. like when you pick when you pick Sanford, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make it interesting, just to make it like yeah. when we all picked Vanderbilt. 
when we thought yep. Vanderbilt might be a team. God. Yeah, what were we Jesus. thinking? I don't know, for fuck's sake. All right, so there are our picks. Uh, all the picks are locked in for next week. We are ready to go. So that was the week that was, the week that is. Uh, if you're looking down the stretch, the week that will be. I mean, I mean, what do you say? South Carolina, Texas A&M? I mean, I don't know. If, if, if South Carolina can compete, I mean, next week's going to be obviously a little, Arkansas, Pine Bluff. That's who they're playing. Mm. Yeah, Tennessee, Alabama. And then we're two weeks out, Grinch, from the, the largest yeah. outdoor cocktail party, which you've already placed your pick. So, yep. And it's sad that I'm probably going to have to go with Georgia, but it is what it is. Uh, all right. So, we're going to leave it there. Thank you, gentlemen. As always, I do appreciate your hot takes on SEC football. And we will move it forward next week, see how everything goes. Hopefully, Mac will be back and we can hammer on him for the, the shit week he had last week. We'll see what he gets this week. I'll get his picks from him. And as we, uh, as we move into the second half of college football, Grinch, you know, you're only two games ahead, a lot yep. of games left. Uh, we're going to see what happens as we continue this, this train ride. As always, thank you, gentlemen. We will leave it there. I appreciate it. And I will talk to you all next week.